Well, CSL Limited has just released its half-year profit results. This is for the six months between July and December 2022. Before we look into some of the detail, a few quick interesting things about CSL. It is by far the biggest company in the healthcare sector. In fact, it's about 55% of Australia's overall healthcare sector on its own, but it's also the third biggest company on the ASX, and it is one of the most heavily held stocks by Comsec customers. Now, with this result, around 10 analysts were surveyed by Bloomberg, asking them what they thought would actually happen in these numbers. And basically, these results were largely in line with what their expectations were. So the share price has managed to improve slightly off the back of these numbers. Now, if we have a look at, look the, at the earnings snapshot, which details some of the key figures, something to consider first up when looking at these numbers is these are at, done at constant currency. And in English, that basically means it does not include the fluctuations in currency, which can make these numbers quite difficult to compare from one period to the next. So analysts often look at constant currency because it makes it easier to make sense of how a company is done over a six month period compared to another six month period. If we took into account the uh, fluctuations in how exchange rates have actually moved, then these results would have looked a bit worse. Anyway, revenue up 25%, sitting at 7.6 billion US dollars. The underlying profit managed to jump by 10% to 1.8 billion, and net profit was completely steady at about $1.75 billion. So not doing quite as well. One of the reasons is it did make an acquisition which uh, increased cost on that uh, side of things, but we'll get to that in a moment. As far as the drivers of this result, the plasma collections always feature in uh, when looking at CSL because this is liquid gold for CSL. Needs plasma to basically make its highest selling products for its biggest business, which is CSL bearing. So it basically collects this plasma, turns it into these products and on sells it. Now, uh, the issue during the pandemic was it wasn't able to get enough of the stuff. But what's positive for the group is it managed to show a bit of a recovery here. 36% lift in plasma collections, which hit a record high as well. It added eight new collection centers, uh, seven of which are in the United States, which is still where it collects most of its plasma. And uh, this was put down in part to targeting, targeted marketing efforts. Now, um, this was certainly a big positive. It's a reason why uh, it saw an improvement in sales of products like hemophilia uh, products, for example, where it had a 12% lift in sales. And, uh, and also it's an immunoglobulin business, which is another key area for the group. So in particular, strong growth in Europe and emerging markets too. The flu vaccine business also receiving a bit of a boost with sales lifting about 9%. This was a positive because immunization rates have dropped off a bit. Uh, I guess immunization fatigue with all the COVID and flu vaccine focus in recent years. But despite that, it still managed to show an improvement. Uh, and cost, certainly a negative for the group. This is not really a surprise. I did mention that plasma collections hit a record high and rose very aggressively, but they were done so at a higher cost. So CSL needs to pay donors and it paid about 1100 US dollars for the first eight donations uh, that uh, a donor actually makes. Now, a few years ago, it had to fork out 600 US dollars. So this has absolutely been eating away at its margins. I mentioned the acquisition on the, the prior slide as well. This is a 12 billion US dollar acquisition of a Swiss company called V4. And this basically diversified its, uh, its portfolio. It has a focus on people that have kidney and also iron deficiency uh, diseases and conditions as well. So very little overlap with its current 
business. It was generally seen as a positive at the time, uh, but its, uh, its costs certainly have rised off the back of that though. Um, now, the dividend. Dividend $1.07 per share is being paid out. Uh, this is about 3% more than what it paid a year earlier. The ex-dividend date, which is the cutoff for who's, who will and won't get a dividend, is the 9th of March. And the pay date, when it's going to be distributed, is the 5th of April. It is also important to just mention leadership changes in the group. This has received a lot of attention a, few, a couple of months ago because Paul Perot has been the CEO for the group for, uh, for over a decade and uh, he announced his resignation in December last year. He's been with the group for 25 years and the stock under his tenure has gone from about $50 per share to over $300 per share these days. Now, that was the negative. The positive here though is the fact that there was quite an orderly transition of power, which is going to happen soon. So next month, uh, the new CEO is stepping in, uh, Paul McKenzie, Dr. Paul McKenzie. He's been with the group since 2019 as a chief operating officer. So he's already across the whole business, of course, is very familiar with the company. And he's got over 30 years of experience with a number of well-known uh, brands across the industry from Merck to Bristol Myers, Johnson & Johnson, and also a Biogen to boot. Now looking forward from here, uh, the outlook was largely reaffirmed for the year for CSL. It expects underlying profit to come in somewhere between 2.7 and 2.8 billion US dollars. So no surprises there. It still expects uh, the strong growth in plasma collections to continue. It thinks that uh, the uh, integration with its Swiss acquisition will continue as well. It did warn that the flu vaccine business is probably going to post a loss over the second half. But again, this is not really a surprise. It tends to happen that it uh, makes a lot of its sales in the first half. And that's because there are tailwinds in the Northern Hemisphere winter. Uh, so when things warm up in the Northern Hemisphere, you tend to see sales of the flu vaccine drying up significantly. On that note, as I said, the share price has managed to edge a little higher off the back of these numbers.